This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow, we got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. Leet, what are you doing in memory storage? Oh, hey, Olivia. I'm just chatting with some of the passengers. I don't hear anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this one is the mine. I see. So, you know there's this assassin on the loose, right? And you remember how we all agreed it'd be best if the crew stayed locked up in their bunks at night? Hang on. I think he's going to say something this time. Nope. This guy is amazing. I've been listening for like 45 minutes, and he hasn't said a word. That's a real professional. Do you do this often? Chat with the uh, passengers? Sure. I've probably talked to like 15 or 20 by now, and only one called me stupid. They're recordings. How? Never mind. Do you want to play a game or something? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm running some scans to see what that stupid assassin might have done to the nine systems, and my neural processes are all maxed out. Actually, I could use your help with something on the bridge. Got a second? Sure. What about the assassin? I flooded the corridors with a special cocktail of my own. Deep breath and follow the doors. <laughs> is in that cocktail, Olivia. I sloughed off a layer of skin like a snake back there. Yeah, might need to dial back a bit on the hydrobromic acid, but look how shiny you are. So, how can I help? Well... Whoa! What the heck? Hello? Is anyone there? Uh, could you take that, Lee? My, uh, uh, my hands are wet. When did you get hands? Answer the man, Lee. Fine, but tell me about the hands later. Uh, hello, Who, who's there? Uh, this is Ben. Who's this? This is Leet. Where are you calling from? Greentown, Indiana. That's crazy. My grandpa's old ham radio just fired up all by itself. Hey, where are you, Leet? Not sure. Colin says we're circling Uranus, but Captain Madden always tells him to shut up when he says that. So I think it's a joke. Well, that's pretty rude of Colin, isn't it? Uh, how old are you, son? Forty. You? Oh! 
<laughs> Wherever you are, it, it sounds a ways off. Uh, signal's good, though. What's happening in Greentown, Indiana? Oh, uh, we're having a show right now. Uh, one of the biggest meteor showers we've ever had. On the news, they said there's been a lot of extra space debris this year for some reason. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Good thing you're not in Sweden. Huh? Mm, nothing. I bet it's pretty from down there. Uh, between the meteors and the lightning bugs, it's like the 4th of July out here. Oh, wow, good one. <laughs> Man, Julie's going to be sorry she missed this. Who's Julie? No, my wife. Uh, she and Maggie, our six-year-old, uh, we're out here for a while. But tomorrow's a school day, so Julie said they had to go to bed. Yeah, I'm not supposed to be up either. Captain wants us to stay locked in our bunks at night until we can catch the Bichon Freeze. I think it's Frise. You gotta stay locked up because of a fluffy white dog? Is it rabbit or something? No, French. Mm, maybe Cuban? Not sure. Right. So, you have a captain? Are you on a boat? A spaceship. The Oz-9. Oh, man! You're on one of those Oz ships? Wow, you... You are talking from space? I, am I talking to someone in space from a ham radio? Yeah, uh, I guess so. What's it like up there? Oh, I bet it's amazing. Sure, sort of. I mean, there's not much up here, just a lot of space, which I guess is why they call it that. How far out are you? Can you still see the Earth? Uh, sometimes. Most of the engines on our port side are out, so we're kind of spinning in circles. We see the Earth every 20 minutes or so. There you are now. I'm waving. Can you see me waving? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there you are. I like your jacket. Thanks. Julie picked it out for me. Hey, what do you think of my new haircut? Dude, I can't believe you went with bangs. Or did you let Maggie cut it again? <laughs> <laughs> Stepping on board the Oz-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance... At least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. It's like you can actually see me. Ah, I'm going to have to cut the grass tomorrow if it doesn't rain. Oh man, I miss that smell. Wow, I bet. <laughs> How long have you been up there? Four days. Oh, uh, well, my wife just had the dung delivered for her garden, so the only smell around here is the back end of a bull. What's she planting? Flowers? Nope. If you can't eat it... You don't waste good turds on it. That's her motto. She doesn't much care about pretty things, which I guess is good news for me. Hey, what do you eat up there? Well, the janitor keeps finding these sandwich machines all over the ship. They're weird combinations, though, like sauerkraut, raspberries, and baked beans, or coleslaw chutney. 
can't read the packaging, so we're kind of guessing. Or there's the nutrition discs, which are basically hockey pucks, only harder and more tasteless. We just found the manual for the microwave, though, so that should help. Wow. I can't believe I'm talking to an astronaut. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not an astronaut. You're in space on a ship. Says astronaut to me. Oh, have you done a spacewalk yet? Sort of. More like a flyby. There was a ship next to us, and their captain had to escape because there was an assassin on board that was trying to kill her. But she got stuck between her ship and ours, so I went out to go get her. Whoa! That's amazing! Like, you're a hero! So so now she's safe on your ship? Uh, nope. The assassin managed to get over here, too. And now he's running around on this ship somewhere. He's the beast on Freeze. Weird name for an assassin. Pretty sure it's Freeze, though. So, you got an assassin on board... A whole bunch of engines that don't seem to be working, and... Plus, the repair bot is trying to kill me. Not right now, though. We, ha- we have a, whatchamacallit, a truce? Until we catch the assassin, dude. It's complicated. Do you ever get scared? I mean, half your engines aren't working. That's gotta be a little spooky. We've been trying to reach Gated Galaxies for a couple of days to ask about the engines, but no answer. Must be busy down there. Oh, uh... G2 went out of business. What? Yeah, huge scandal. The day after they launched those Oz ships, they just sold off everything and closed the doors. My cousin Donna's the only one who still works there. Well, she thinks she works there. But basically, she does some filing, eats snacks from the vending machines, and steals office supplies. So, who knows? Wow, that's uh, bad. I guess I better put the arms back on the repair bot. Looks like you guys are on your own. Hey, are you going to be okay? Sure. We've got 50,000-ish rich people up here. No one's going to let anything happen to them. Oh, uh, sure. Man, what an adventure. I mean, I realize things are dangerous and all, but you're up there battling robots and assassins and flying into space to save people. And I'm up to my armpits and bullshit and radishes. Yeah, I mean, it's heroic and all. It it is kind of heroic. Oh, hey, sweetie, what are you doing up? Just a second, Lee. Maggie's settling into my lap. You want to say hi, kiddo? Mr. Leet's a superhero, flying around in space, saving people. She's shy. No worries. Hi, Maggie. Pick out a star and I'll make it wink for you. You hear that? Which star do you want? No, Chucklehead, that's the moon. Try again. What do they teach in first grade? Uh, okay, she's picked her star. Okay, just watch for a minute. Keep watching just a second. There, did you see it? Wow, that was cool, huh? Ooh, yeah, that was a big meteor. Holy turd fertilizer, that one lit up the sky. A friend of yours? Did it make any noise? It might have been our mine. Well, I better get back to my bunk before the Lithuanian guy creeps in and kills me. It was an honor, Leet. Hey, you take care. My pleasure, Ben. Superhero, huh? (laughs) That's better. Good night, dearest. As Leet makes his way back to his bunk, taking only eight wrong turns and getting stuck in only three cul-de-sacs, just for a moment on this quiet night, the Oz-9 feels almost like home. 
This mini-episode fits neatly between episodes 14 and 15. You've been listening to Richard Cowan as Leet, Aaron Clark as Ben, Shannon Perry as Olivia, and me, Richard Nadalny, as your narrator. Our theme music is composed and performed by John Faley. Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry, who is nearly as good at spreading the fertilizer as Ben's wife, Julie. Thanks, as always, to our generous patrons and our newest patrons, David Deere and James Jamtas. Till next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you love actual plays D&D, Hades, or Greek mythology and improv, be sure to check out Rogue Runners Volume 1 in the Blood to follow the adventures of Alexander the Great, King of Macedon, and Drunk Paladin. Oh, sorry. I guess now I'm... Alexander the Grump. Rolf, part-time sorcerer, full-time boomer. Is it a sex thing? It was a sex thing! Arete, stealthy rogue and even thirstier mobster. Mm, Have you bathed and brought to my tent? And Annie, legendary bard and chocolate milk fanatic. Together, these four wretched shades will battle their way out of hell for another chance at life, with a little help and hindrance from gods and monsters alike. Word of advice when you're opening up these things, you're supposed to say, Olympus, I accept this message, in some really serious voice. Take your place among the living again. Your tactics are adept, if too elegant for my tastes. My dear, saying no is never a crime. You hit like a Philistine. You're not getting out of here alive, wretches. A pinky promise? A double pinky promise. When you die, you'll have to tell me all about it. Rogue Runners, an actual play audio drama made during the pandemic, all while maintaining proper social distancing. And I'll follow at a six-foot distance. How about a five-foot distance for D&D purposes? Sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 